0: Praise the name of the Lord. Come on, clap your hands for Jesus. Clap your hands for Jesus. Amen. God, we worship you. We magnify you. We adore you. We thank you that you are the author, the developer, and the finisher of our faith. You're going to do. You are doing a mighty work in our midst. We put our faith, our hope, our trust in you, God. Come and have your will and have your way. Holy Ghost, come and do what you need to do. We place this time in your hands oh god i know that you're working in our lives oh god i know that you're doing a deep work father and our desire is that you can have your will and have your way in our hearts come and perform what needs to be performed inside of us this morning father so that anything that's weighing us down holding us back will be removed this morning so that we can live for you and you alone in jesus name we all agree and say amen Amen, amen, amen. God bless you. God bless you. You may be seated this morning. Um, As you can see, Apostle Max and Pastor Z are still not here. Hallelujah. God is doing an amazing, amazing thing in the USA. Um, Just relationships, the doors that God has opened for them this morning. Okay, let's say this evening, our time, this morning, their time. I'm just going to say it once. This morning, in their time, he'll be ministering in Atlanta um, two services. I think the, the information is on Facebook. Uh, we will share this uh, later on today as well just so that everybody can be aware and you can join in on the live stream. Um, I don't know about you, but I miss that voice. Amen. Amen. I miss the voice. I miss the word that God has placed in his heart. And um, we're so blessed to have him and Pastor here as our leaders. Amen. And I just want to lift him up in prayer this morning father we come before you in the name of jesus we thank you for apostle max and pastor z we thank you for their lives oh god we thank you for what you are doing in and through them oh god thank you father god that you are holding them up and keeping them in the palm of your hand That Father God, Psalm 91 is their portion, Father God. That you protect and preserve them and their household and their posterity, Father God. I know that you're doing an awesome work in their lives, Father God. So I pray, Lord God, that you will finish the work that you want to accomplish in the USA in and through their lives. Whatever relationship still needs to be divinely connected, whatever conversation still needs to be had, oh God. I pray that you will cause it to come to pass in this time and in this moment. In Jesus' name, I pray of apostles' service, services today. Father God, I pray of this time of ministry. I thank you, Father God, that the words will go forth with power revelation insight and absolute clarity oh god there'll be no outside influence that will be able to hinder what you want to say in and through his life and as he speaks your word father god it will go forth with power and bring demonstration signs and wonders will follow the word preached in jesus mighty name bless them and keep them in the palm of your hand lord in jesus name we pray amen And amen. And I just want to honor them and thank them for the opportunity to be able to share the word with you this morning. Um, I believe uh, even as God has mandated me to do what needs to be done, I believe that even if you look at the book of Joshua, when they had to go into the promised land and go into the time of transition, that Joshua had to send officers to go and speak to the congregation. So I'm an officer this morning, coming to speak to the congregation, to give us instruction. Of what God has given already. Amen. For us to walk in and possess what God wants us to possess. Amen. We serve a good God people. We serve an amazing God. And like I said, I can pull many files as I look across this room. Of many people that were in very, very dark situations. Very destitute in many ways. And I see what God has done. And He's awesome he is awesome and here's the thing it's only the beginning we're just getting started and it's already looking like it does amen amen holy spirit thank you for your word this morning thank you that you'll speak through me that you'll use me to deliver what you need to have delivered come and have your will and have your way let your agenda be our agenda this morning as i speak this morning that the words that will go forth will make sense in the hearts and minds of everyone who hears so that your will will be done in jesus name we all agree and say amen and amen open up uh, the triangle for me please do we have it there this morning so last week we dealt with being prepared for the prophetic amen this week is basically part 2 i, I couldn't finish last week amen so it is almost like I started the sentence, but there was a comma. So we took a breather, a cellar. And now we're coming back to finish off what God needs to finish off this morning. Amen. So in dealing with the, with the triangle, let's go to, so you don't have to go to the scripture. I'll read the scripture in Ecclesiastes 3 verse 1. It says to everything, there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. So God gives time for you to fulfill purpose, amen. And seasons carry things. All of these, when they work in tandem with one another, when the triangle is connected, then that's the picture or the model or the basis of what you are called to build your life out of. Anything disjointed from each other will create a void in your life. Meaning, That you can seek for things outside of purpose Mm -hmm. and even like the bible says god says says, i will give it to you but i'll bring leanness to your soul are you with me and that's a challenge we've taught the, the church many times to search for things to faith for things now hear me i think that some stuff could have been misconstrued even last week it's not that you don't faith for things but you faith for the things that's along the journey for the purpose because you're going to need things for purpose. Are you with me? That's why it's connected. Are you understanding me? But God will deal with you in time. Because there's certain things that you can't have outside of its season because it will destroy you. Because your heart is prone to stray. He says, I've led them into the wilderness to do what? To humble them and to test them. He says, I put them in a place. and don't, don't, don't shy away from the wilderness. Jesus went to the wilderness. Amen. But it's a season where God has to reestablish things inside of your heart To ensure that the primary focus of what's on the inside of you is Him and His kingdom Then it doesn't matter what you get Because it can never lead you astray Amen So in terms of the triangle everybody's searching to get to where to fulfill their purpose Are you with me? So the end game is what? Is Purpose But last week as i shared with you because i want to do a little bit of a recap it starts with with purpose because god birthed you with a purpose before you were even in this earth let me go through those scriptures you can stay with that up there you can just make notes ephesians chapter 1 verse 3 to 5 it says blessed be god and father of our lord jesus christ who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in christ just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world So you were chosen before the world was formed. You were chosen. God knew your name and he knew you and he wanted you before the foundation of the earth was formed. The Bible says you were preordained to be adopted. I saw a meme this week. (laughs) When the child comes to his father, he says, Dad, are you telling me I'm adopted? He says, do you really think I would have chosen you? What's the difference between somebody that's born to you and somebody that's adopted to you? The one that is adopted, you chose. You determined that I wanted that one. I'm not saying those that are born actually are not chosen. Amen. Don't, don't know. Get loud. I'm just saying that God chose you. Before the earth was even formed, God already chose you. Jeremiah chapter 1 says, The word of the Lord came to me saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. God had a personal relationship with you before you were even formed. Because wait, God lives outside of time. He says, before you were born, I sanctified you and I ordained you a prophet to the nations. That means he was called and ordained before he even lived one day. So before you even came here into time, before you were thrust into time, you already had purpose. So it doesn't just end with you fulfilling purpose. It starts with you being born with purpose instructed in your DNA. Psalm 139, verse 13 to 16 says, You formed me in my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Look at your neighbor say, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works and that my soul knows very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Your eyes saw my substance being yet formed. And in your book, all they all were written, the days fashioned for me when as yet there were none of them. What's he saying? He's saying that before you were forming me in my mother's womb, you already wrote out every day of my life. That means you don't start in time. You start with purpose. You were not born to your parents. You were born through your parents. Because why? God chose for you to be born for a time such as this. That means the geographical location of your birth, the chronological location of your birth, meaning what time, in time you were born, was very specific and God ordained it that way. You might think, why was I born in this situation? Why was I born to this community? I mean, apostle always says, can anything good come out of Cori?" He didn't even know his parents never even knew what God had ordained and instructed in his DNA. Are you with me? So when you come and you enter into the triangle and you come to fulfill a life of purpose, you got to know that it starts with purpose. And the reason why I'm saying this to you is because this what we're dealing with, what we're calling purpose. The world also has its own definition of purpose. Amen. And they can give you the seven steps of success to fulfill that purpose. But what we're referring to is the instructed coding inside of you that God put in you. It's a prophetic destiny a prophetic word you hear me you a word sent from heaven to answer the earth and the challenges and the chaos that is taking place in this earth you not an ordinary being the day you said yes to jesus that dna that purpose that prophetic destiny on the inside of you it lit up and started to take root that thing which was dormant now has become alive are you with me So the fact that you were born means that there's purpose. And the day you get born again means that it's ignited inside of you. So this is not about your gift. Yes, your gift is important. Amen. Because your gift is the tool that God has given you to fulfill the purpose. It's like a carpenter. A carpenter is going to need a saw, some nails, a hammer. You with me? Those are just tools. Those are gifts given for what? For him to be a carpenter. But carpenter is the purpose. So many people make it about the saw, the nail, and the hammer. And oh, my gift. No, your gift, nothing. Because the gift is free. He says, my gift and my calling without repentance. means I can't take it back. So God gave you the gift. Yes, you've got a whole new gift. You've got to work on your gift. And you've got to develop your gift. I'm not mitigating that. I'm saying, don't glory in your gift because it didn't come from you. Amen. We're just doing a recap this morning. So, in terms of what I shared with you last week, we we dealt with the fact that you you born, you come with purpose, God thrusts you into time, amen. And now you get developed through time and through those moments and through those times that God works with you, you enter into seasons. Amen. Because you love life on levels and you're arriving stages so so you experience seasons why and God keeps on leveling you up God keeps on taking you up and closer to fulfilling purpose but the season only arises for those who are walking towards purpose in time so some people want the things that come with the season outside of it are you with me when they're not even connected to purpose and it doesn't work that way in the kingdom of God that's why I say, seek first my kingdom and my righteousness and all these things shall be what Added unto you, your focus must never be the things. Your focus must be purpose. But on your journey to fulfilling purpose, you know you're going to need some things. And when those things are not coming in the time that they should, that's when you should be praying and declaring and working the word of God in the kingdom system for those things to come into play. Are you with me? It's like when we got married. When Ed and I got married, at, uh, let's not talk about times, uh, I think it's 16, 15, 16 years ago. Two thousand and seven, another day. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So so we needed to get married, right? But we were broker than broke. We didn't even have money to spell the letters broke. Are you understanding me? We had nothing. If I say nothing, we literally had nothing. And God gave the wrong word to my wife through Apostle Max in that season. The apostle said, Whatever you want, God says you can have. Now I'm waiting for my word. You know what I'm saying? Okay, yes, Jesus. Brian, your your responsibility is to pray and whatever you say that word, that's going to come. So I have to work and she has to dream. I know some people are getting married soon. That's a lesson for all y'all. Anyway, so we put out this budget and we go and we do the stuff and Erin's not holding back for nothing because now I've got no voice. If I say, babe, I don't feel apostle said... Babe, maybe not, no, apostle said, I think I, even the one venue, I said, you know what, I don't sense this is the Lord. <laughs> I'm not even lying. I was like, no, I feel this one, this one is God, babe, I feel. She's like, this ain't Jesus. I'm like, oh, babe, babe, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, this one, this one. She's like, no, no, brother, this is not it. She chose the most expensive place that you could find out of all the venues that we went to. And so we come to this place. Now, yeah, I me, mean, we've got nothing. All we're doing is we're being obedient. Because the prophet asked me, he said, why aren't you getting married? I'm like, apostle, you didn't know I'm broke. <laughs> you didn't know there's no money. He says, because of money. I was like, yo, apostle. It's like, but you have faith. I was like, okay. And that's when we had the meeting. So this is ordained on our timeline. Oh, you understand me? It's not asking for something outside of God's timing. And in that wedding, literally, the way God did what he did, it's still, I don't even know, I have words to express. But she put out a budget of 110,000 Rand in 2007. So, so if you know my knees are a little bit dark now, you know why. Where it came from. Are you with me? but God produced like this. Why? Here's the reason why. Because there was purpose for the provision. We weren't asking for the money outside of anything. It was asking with in the season and the time that God had ordained for us it was within purpose so you can have whatever you want as long as it fits into the purposes of God for your life if you need it God will supply it if you want it God will supply it why his word says he delights in the prosperity of his servant the reason why I'm saying this to you is because God is not withholding things its people are not pursuing purpose because on your journey to purpose the things will be manifest Amen. So we tell to the fact that when the Israelites came out of Egypt and now God gave a word to Abraham, God gives a word to Abraham. In Genesis chapter 15 And we see the overarching word of God Are you with me? The purpose of God God says okay Through you There's going to be a nation born That nation is going to come to this place Which is the land of Canaan And this place is going to be a land With milk and honey And they're going to come into this place They're going to possess this place And this is going to be Where I'm going to root you As my my chosen nation But There's going to be 400 years of slavery With another nation He says because the time of judgment For the Amorites has not yet come So God gives an overarching Prophetic line in the earth of prophetic purpose for Abraham and his descendants. Are you with me? Then we see further down the line, a couple of hundred years later, we see how the Israel, out Joseph is then born. With me. So it's first you get, out of Abraham comes Isaac. Isaac gets Jacob. Jacob's name turns to Israel. Israel has 12 sons. And one of those sons is Joseph. Joseph then as a dream and through series of acts, comes out into a place of Egypt where he answers Pharaoh's dreams. And he then, he, he restores the balance of the economy back into the hands of Egypt in, in order to take care of the world. Are you with me? But in doing so, God's posterity, his nation is stuck somewhere else. And Joseph then says, you need to come in here. And Pharaoh says, give them Goshen. And they come into the land of Egypt. And then the Bible says when Joseph dies, the next Pharaoh says, "Hey, yeah, these people are multiplying. They're going to take us over. If they join forces with our enemy, they'll take our land. He says, no, so we can enslave them. And that's when the slavery takes place. This is all the bigger prophetic arc. Are you with me? That's coming to pass generation after generation after generation. And so he comes into play and, and they go into bondage. And then Moses is born and Moses is the deliverer. God does the work he needs to do in Moses. Moses comes. He says, let my people go. They get draw, taken out supernaturally through through, through miracles that that affect a nation i still i still don't have that one fully fully grasped inside of me but miracles that affected the entire nation god does the work they get delivered they come out they go through the red sea they come out on the other side of the red sea god destroys the enemy they come out with all the loot all the wealth of the egyptians and the enemy is destroyed they come into the wilderness before they go into the place of promise they spend two years there I'm laying this out for you for a reason. They spend two years there. And as they spend the two years, Moses goes up into the mountain, gets the Ten Commandments, builds the Ark of the Covenant, and builds the tabernacle. Then they come to the point of where they must go in now. They send in the twelve spies. They come back. Two say, we are well able, Caleb and Joshua. Ten say, never need. There's giants there. We were as grasshoppers in in their side and in our own side. God says, okay, because of this and because you've led the people astray, now all of you in this generation, you have to stay in the wilderness and die out because of your unbelief. So for 40 years, there's another 38 years that they spend in the wilderness, and then we come to the place of Joshua chapter 1, where they break free and they go into the place of promise. The reason why I'm saying this is because everything that I said to you, there was generation after generation, family after family, person after person, that was born within the bigger ark that had their own prophetic destiny that they had to play within the bigger arc. Are you understanding me? So when God gives you purpose, your purpose is not about you. It's what is the bigger arc of the kingdom that's taking place in the world right now that God needs his people to be established with purpose in order to counter what the enemy's placed for the children and for the next generation and for the world and its system. Are you with me? So when you're born for purpose, your purpose is attached to a bigger purpose. And then we dealt with the Ark of the Covenant. In the Ark of the Covenant, you had three objects. You had the, the bud of Aaron, the, the rod of Aaron. You had the, the Ten Commandments, and you had the manna. So we only touched on the, the, the rod of Aaron last week. And the rod of Aaron deals with the appointed leader. Now if you go read in Numbers chapter 16 and 17, you see how the people, the other leaders of the tribes came. Hardcore. I read it yesterday. Just went over to refresh myself. But they come and they say, no, Moses, listen here. Yeah? You and Aaron can't just be the only ones who hear from the Lord. I'm paraphrasing now. They're like, we can also, Mosiah. We also are holy people. Right? And the sons of Korah, and they were pushing this agenda. They're like, no, we can, no, no, no. He says, okay, cool. They're going to, God then, the, the things get very heated and go to a really bad place. And God says, okay, cool, I'm going to judge Korah. And Moses comes and says, listen, because this is going on like this, and all his descendants, his family, tribe, whatever, they're going to be judged, and something's going to happen to them that's going to be supernatural that you'll know it, this is God affirming that it's us. And the earth opens up and swallows them in. And shuts again. Right? This is, how, this is how pedantic God is concerning his leaders. And I'll share with you why. So that happens, and then they come, and then God says, okay, now tell the people, each leader from each tribe to bring a rod and bring it and put it in my presence and I will show them who I have chosen. They throw the rods in the presence and the next day they took like a broomstick, right? It's a dead piece of wood. Lays in the presence of God, comes out how? It comes out with buds. It's blossomed and it was Aaron's rod and God said what? I've selected whom I've selected because I have selected. It's got nothing to do with anybody else. And the reason why I'm saying that is because certain leaders are called to carry prophetic words. Prophetic timelines that once those words are spoken, they become the catalyst for purpose upon the people that hear that word. Are you understanding me? So when Moses comes, Moses says, he says, let my people go moses comes with a message and he comes with a plan are you with me and in moses's timeline of his divine prophetic purpose and destiny moses gets to take the people out and he also gets to build the tabernacle but moses to build the tabernacle needed artisans he didn't need a warrior are you with me? He didn't need a warrior. The word that he brought from the mountain ignited, I don't even know what those guys' names, bells or something, 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 they were funny names. But they were then anointed to build the tabernacle. They weren't needed with Joshua. They were only needed with Moses. Why? Because the leaders and their prophetic utterances are going to ignite the, and catali- become the catalyst for the purpose that God is locked up in your heart. That's why you come to the service here for those that are connected to this house, those that are logging in online. They love what? Oh, I love the word from Apostle Max. You think it's a teaching? No. It's something that God has put in His mouth. Why? To bring something, to ignite something on the inside of you to say, there's more to my life than where I am right now. There's more to me than what I even see because God has called me for why do people talk about purpose in this house? Why do people? You're know, not going to find my purpose. and fact, fi- why this word is igniting something on the inside of you? Why? Because this word is showing you the prophetic timeline for the earth. So, if he's telling you it's education, if he's telling you it's academia, if he's telling you it's media, if he's telling you it's leadership, if he's telling you it's life on the top, it's not a good thing for us to come and communicate with you. It's a prophetic utterance of the hour that you're functioning in. No, do you know, I can also pray like Pastor Max prays. Uh, You can be a star. I've seen it. I've been here long enough to hear some stuff. No, I can also, but I can also pray. We, We are the church. Let me not go down that road. What I'm saying is that God chooses. We don't choose. And he'll put whatever he wants to put on that person It's got nothing to do with you You've got to hear the voice Behind that voice Because the Bible says the word of God will establish you But the word of the prophet will cause you to prosper That means when I choose to submit to the word That's coming from this altar If God's connected me here And God's chosen me to be here And I choose to respond to that word That word must bring me prosperity And prosperity again Not outside of purpose But prosperity on my journey towards purpose are you with me this morning? And, the, and that's where we ended last week. We end, ended with basically, you need to be prof prepared for your prophetic destiny. The question is, are you prepared? Are your ears attentive to what God is doing in the season? In, in, let me just go there in uh, 1 Corinthians 14 verse 8. And you can put it up on the screens. 1 Corinthians 14 verse 8. It says, For if the trumpet makes an uncertain sound, who will prepare for battle? So if the prophetic utterance is out of alignment with God's agenda and God's timing, how will you know how to prepare for what's to come? God gives you prophetic utterances, God gives you an insight into the future for what? Not for a nice tickly thing, or because I felt nice. Oh God, you hear what the Lord or the word of the Lord was for me. No, God's telling you to prepare for that thing that's coming. Amen. Are you with me? We're in a war, people quiet, we in a war the kingdom suffered violence but the violent take it by force, hear me you need to be prepared inside of you to say I'm going after something in the season and if this is the prophetic hour that we're living in I'm coming after it with everything that I've got now I might not have all the pieces, know everything or have all the understanding but I'm choosing to submit to the word that's coming why? because this word is here to save me and my family, my city, my community and my nation God is speaking for purpose Are you with me? So you don't choose the leader. God chooses the leader. And God chooses who you're going to be connected to. That's why people that leave churches and bounce churches, I can't understand. I really don't. I don't get that. You can see those people are outside of purpose. Because God's designed it a certain way. It's God's design, people. It's not my design. It's biblical. It's scriptural. Are you understanding me? When Joshua came on the scene, Joshua needed warriors. He needed a Caleb that said, give me my mountain. Caleb couldn't go and say, give me my mountain to Moses. There was no mountain. There's only Mount Sinai. What are you going to take over? There's a desert. There's no milk, no honey, no money, no nothing. That's why if if a leader refuses to change his utterance with the timing of god and the season of god the people become frustrated but vice versa if the leader is speaking a word and the people refuse to move the leader becomes frustrated why because you can be stuck in an old mindset and say i want to do church this way I don't know about church doing that. I don't know why they sing that song. Why are they talking about mountains? Why are they talking about money? Why are they talking about, yeah, complain, complain, complain. You're going to stay outside of the prophetic hour that God is working in. And even though you call for a prophetic destiny, hear me, that whole generation died out in the wilderness because they refused to believe the word of God. Say it's not so in this house. Look at your other neighbor, say it's not so in this house. We are believers, amen. John said, repent for the kingdom of God is then." He had a message. He had disciples. But the Pharisees wanted to know, what is this thing that you're doing? Are you with me? They could not recognize. So people might not recognize, but it does not mean it's not chosen. Jesus came with the kingdom message. Peter had salvation for the Jews. Paul had the gospel to the Gentiles. Are you with me? They're all part of the same bigger move of God, but they all had a part to play. So when you're listening to the prophetic word that's coming from the leader that God has connected you to, it's not a nice thing to tell you. Are you with me? It's the word that God is speaking in the season. So when you align, that word must work for you. Amen. So last week we dealt with being prepared for the prophetic. Today, it's walking in it. Say, I'm walking in it. I'm walking in it. It's one thing to hear it, but it's another thing to walk in it. Are you with me? It's one thing to identify with it and understand it and be able to hear and and to know that the timing has changed. But it's another thing to walk in it. So you've done well. You've prepared. Now let's walk. Amen. If you go to Joshua chapter 1, I know I didn't give you the scripture this morning. I'm throwing it in right now. I'm doing what my father does. Amen. Joshua chapter 1 verse 3. Go there quickly. So now he's telling him to go into the promise. he says, every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you, as I said to Moses, go to the next one. From the wilderness and this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites and the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your territory. Stay there. He says, I'm going to give you everything where your sole of your feet shall tread upon, right? But then he defines it. He defines it. You see, if I'm called to media, I can't go into another sphere of influence and try and have dominion there if God had not ordained it for me there. I must walk where God's called me to walk. Are you with me? And wherever the sole of my feet shall tread upon within the boundaries and the borders that God has ordained for me, that is mine to possess. Are you with me? That's why it's important to have absolute clarity concerning your purpose and when I say clarity you might not have all the portion so now things need to change show me daddy give me wisdom what do i need to know but i'm walking in the power of god to take over and possess this place but i can't do it in another man's industry where god is not ordained for me and you've got too many people wanting to do things that is outside of the scope of what god has ordained for their lives because they're not aligned with prophetic purpose and destiny are you with me but when you align then you walk it out are you with me then you begin to walk it out hear me he says to him if you go to Joshua chapter 1, he says, I'm giving you this land. It had other people possessing it at the current point. Are you with me? What demonic devices are here. I don't care what demonic squatters are here. I'm here to serve you notice today. Get off my land in Jesus' name. Get out of my sphere of influence in Jesus' name. Get out of my place in Jesus' name. Because it's already given. It's for you to walk it out. Amen. So the second thing that was in the ark was the Ten Commandments, which is the Word of God. In order for you to walk out your prophetic purpose, you need the word. Outside of the word, hear me. It's not possible.
1: It's not.
0: Because you will try to build it on the conforms and the confines of this world and its system. And your destiny is prophetic. It's not from this realm. You hear me? You're, that's why I say you're, the purpose you're pursuing, it started in the, in the place of eternity with God. That means your, your prophetic purpose is just that it's prophetic. It's already established in eternity. Are you with me? That's why, let me explain this to you. When you get a prophetic word, right? We all have prophetic words, right? When you get a prophetic word, we see it as the future. Amen? God sees it as now. Because when you get...
1: god gives you a
0: prophetic word or a prophetic destiny it means in his mind it's complete that's why it's written it's done it's signed it's sealed are you with me so when god releases you into the earth that thing cannot be fulfilled by the natural laws of the earth it cannot be fulfilled through the world and its system it's only going to come through us understanding the kingdom of god and understanding spiritual principles are you with me this morning So when he says you have to renew your mind, you have to now set your mind on the things way above and not beneath. And the only way. Do you understand it? You're starting to reshape your life according to God's will and plan for your life. You're starting to reshape your thinking according to kingdom principles and kingdom understanding because outside of it, you're not going to fulfill your purpose and your destiny. The only way to walk it out is to walk it out through the word of God. You see, you cannot travel in the natural where your mind is not being. People are stuck in certain situations because their mind cannot go beyond that place. Even though in their spirit which is full, complete, done, saved, delivered, whole, nothing missing, nothing broken. Even though that is you, if you don't change, So many people are sitting back and wanting God to do something. God's saying, walk. Walk in my word. That's why we come to understand. One, we understand the prophetic hour and the utterance of what God is doing. But the other side of the coin is that we come to learn the word of God. Why? To build a totally different belief system on the inside of us. If your education could have caused you to fulfill your purpose, surely after 15 years of studying, something should have happened. Surely. Surely surely like surely there's nothing wrong with education but education outside of revelation is a problem you educate yourself within the purpose and the in its application or attendance. Don't judge me. But it's helped me (laughs) in a way that I'm studying more now than what I ever studied before. Why? Because the things that I'm learning is adding value to the purpose and the plan of God for my life. Are you with me? So there's nothing wrong with education but when you base your dependency for progress on your education you're in trouble surely that's what i'm saying surely think about it if everybody's gone to school at least done until what's it now grade 12 matric right at least then surely those people that invested in the system even if we take away the ones that are not that that were like me right even if you take those out of the picture let's say 70 percent of the people that still went and really tried to get that education thing done why is there no fruit in their lives why does such a small percentage only have something happening for them? Surely there must be a problem somewhere. Surely. Yet in the kingdom, anyone who applies the word of God, anyone who applies the righteous of God, anyone who determines to grow with God, there's fruit in their lives. Anyone. You hear me? There is not one person that I know that chose God's way and chose to walk in the word of God and chose to apply the principles of God that did not receive what God had promised. Not one. Yes, people have come through the church and done things religiously. And God don't move there. You see, you can be faithful without faith. Because religious people are very faithful. But you cannot be with faith and not be faithful. Because a man of faith is a man that's faithful. Because he understands the principle. Are you with me? But you can be faithful, but not in faith. Because religion will tell you, go to church every Sunday, serve, you need to serve, do what you need to do. And with a good heart, praise the Lord and bless the Lord. You can do what you need to do. But the season can pass you by because you have not applied the word of the kingdom in your life. Are you with me? When you start to apply the word of the kingdom in your life, it starts to change everything about you. You see, the thing is the word of God, he says, my words are spirit and their life. The word of God gives you insight into the realm of God. Are you with me? It gives you insight into the kingdom of God. It gives you insight into a totally different reality. And when you live out of the word, that's why it says in you I live and move and have my being. Christ is the word and the word is Christ. So yes, in him, Christ, I live and move and have my being. But yes, in him, the word, I live and move and have my being. Everything that I do should do be done from the word. And that reality should be the reality that I live with. Because only that reality can bring you into the place of purpose and destiny. No other. Hear me. No other. That's why when somebody says to you, when a doctor can give you a bad report of sickness, right? That's a reality that comes through education and the natural. But my reality says that by the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. Are you with me? So even when I take, uh, I had to take Judah to the doctor the other day, took him to the doctor sorry my son you're a pastor son so your stories come out it's okay so took him to the doctor the other day and his mother's like oh don't do that mommy he's a big boy now so he can't he can't going to the doctor and then she says, oh you know because it can be of this 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 i'm thinking just treat the bloody thing that i brought the child here for you know what i'm saying but they start to now lay out these things that it can be i'm like i bind it in jesus name my son is healthy no that's not the reality that I love you see I can even go to the doctor in faith Amen Because it's at the level of my faith. Are you with me? God will meet me there. I might not have yet. I'm trusting God to get to the place of complete healing and wholeness wherever I go. That when I lay hands on the sick, you know, that's what I'm pushing for. That's what the word of God says. That's the reality that I'm desiring. But where I am right now, if I need a tablet for my child, I'm going to take the tablet for my child. That is obviously according to what God is showing me to do. Are you with me? Because I can still do it in faith. So I said treat this thing I and mean, to walk out there it's like no I bind that in Jesus name my son is healthy and whole Judah now start confessing the word every day my boy don't forget now what's the word God has given me health and healing he has healed me Give me the abundance of peace and truth by his stripes I am made whole every day and everywhere I'm getting better and better in Jesus name he knows the confession so now start speaking it for yourself speak healing because we can't come back to this thing again are you with me? Why? Because that's the reality. That's what God is calling us to live out of. And you'll find even here, I me, mean, there's a thing, God grows, God God knows your growth. So he's not going to judge you for certain spaces that you're not in yet. Are you with me? So even if, 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 if financially you have a different understanding and a greater revelation and a greater insight and able to walk in faith in a much stronger way in finances, but you're struggling a little bit on this side, God will help you to make it up. The key is that you must pursue it. God can see if you're pushing to walk in it. You can't just sit back and say, oh, I wish now for the money. Oh, I wish now for the healing. God's not a genie. He's empowered you to live this life in dominion. Are you with me? But it starts with the word of God. You've got to renew your mind. Because only a renewed mind can fulfill the purposes of God. You've got to learn how to live out of the word. That's why even in the beginning when we had um, heated debates, we didn't argue, we didn't fight. We had debates, my wife and I. When we had debates, what is the bottom line? What does the word say? You have an opinion, I have an opinion. What does the word say? No, we live out of this. So if you have an opinion that is detached from this, or I have an opinion that's detached from this, then that person is wrong. There's nothing else. There's no facts, no nothing. The truth is the truth. Are you understanding me? That's why we correct each other's speech. Consistently. It's not the best. You know what I'm saying? You need to repent of that, Brian. Mm. Mm. Jesus, I repent. Don't say to her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Men, don't look at me and judge me like that. I know you, men. We're all the same. But what is it? We correct each other way around the word of God. Because the word is first. If we need anything in ours, have we sown a seed? You can't talk about the need. No, God said sow a seed. So sow your seed. Are you with me? Are you trusting God for something? No, what are you speaking out of your mouth? As many times we're dealing with stuff, we'll come back and say, hey, you know what God actually showed me? I'm speaking the wrong thing. We need to speak this over the situation. Declare this. Now start speaking the word over here. Why? Because we live out of the word. It's the only way you're going to come into a prophetic me, The enemy's got nothing against the word. Nothing. Because God says, my word will come to pass. If somebody is taking the word of God by faith, that word must come to pass. Because God's backing what? He's not backing me. He's backing his word. The reason why he's backing the purpose inside of me is because he gave me that purpose. I didn't make it up. I didn't ask myself to do what I'm doing today. I didn't ask myself to go where I'm going today. God told me. God showed me. God pointed me in a direction and I walked. But I walked away through the word of God. Amen. So in this journey, the word of God has got to become your highest priority. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 4 verse 8, it says, Why we do not look to the things that are seen, but the things which are unseen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. The word of God has got eternal value. Hebrews eleven three says, By faith we understand that the worlds are framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of the things that are visible. Everything that you see here was made by something that's not seen. So in order for you to build the purpose and the destiny of God in your life, you have to go to the substance, which is the word of God, to build this in your life. That's why Acts, on Acts chapter 17, verse 28 says, for, no, not that one, sorry. I'm coming. Acts 20, verse 32. It says, so now, brethren, I command you to God and to the word of His grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance. Hear me, your purpose is you don't work for it. It's your portion. Very quiet. It's your portion. You don't earn your inheritance. You don't earn your purpose. It's your portion. That's why I said to Joshua, that place is yours. I've given it unto you. You see, the fulfillment of your purpose and your destiny, God has already given to you. It's already yours. You just have a couple of devils along the way that's trying to stay on the sphere of influence that God has assigned to you. That's trying not to get off. But we evict Every demonic squatter that is sitting on your future and on your mountain in the name of Jesus. We come in agreement with the word of God. God says that this is your portion and this is your inheritance. And today we give them notice in Jesus' name. Amen. It's yours. The prophetic destiny, it's yours. He's given it to you. You just have to walk it out. And the first place you start his way is with the word of God. I need to move on. Thank you, Jesus. I need to end. The last one is the manna, God's supernatural. Go to Psalm 78, verse 23 to 25. It says, Yet he had commanded the clouds above, so God has spoken to the heavens, and opened the doors of heaven. He had rained down manna on them to eat and given them of the bread of what? Of heaven. Keep going. Men ate angels food. He sent them food to the full. He says God commanded the heavens, opened up the, the heavens and poured out manna. He poured out food from heaven, bread from heaven. God gave them from an economy that was not from here. God fed 3 million people about every day for 40 years. Totally outside of the economy of this world. Totally outside of the provisions of this world. Why am I saying this to you? Because that manner represented the fact that God's kingdom economy and God's heaven was established on the earth and it produced and provided for them. Here's the thing in order for you to fulfill your purpose and your destiny. You have to function out of a different system to this world You must have no dependencies upon this world No dependencies. Yes, you can have a job because sometimes God is training you in the job I always tell the youngsters: Don't just think of a business. Did you ever even walk around anyone that had a business? Can your mind even fathom or function business? If it can't, it's okay because God's going to grow you into it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Our children, can I just say that my children and the youngsters that are in click currently, they should never ever be thinking job. It would be a disservice as a church to them if they had to still think job. They must think business. Why? Because they are a new breed. For us that have already, unfortunately, been tapped into the world system, God might have to train you in a job. But you hear me? Your job is just a place for you to serve. How do you serve people? How do you build relationships? When you get your money, God gives you the opportunity to tithe. You better clap. (laughs) God gives you an access into heaven are you with me? Because your money will give you access. When he says when you bring your tithe into the source, I'll share that later, what? It will open up the heavens for you and pour out such a blessing upon you that you won't have enough room to store it. You see, when I got a job, I can take my tithe and I can access heaven's economy. I can sow a seed and it can produce for me. Why am I saying this to you? Because I'm not dependent upon my job. Huh? I'm not dependent upon my salary. Huh? I'm taking what I've earned through what I've served and I'm using it to bring me into heaven's economy. Economy. So some people need a job, cause some people need a pharaoh. Some people need to be told what time to get up and what time to go to sleep. It's a bit of aina. It's okay. God had to rip me out of the world. and and told me don't do anything but what this man tells you not because of anything because if I had to think my own thoughts or do my own thing I would not be here today (laughs) God said you submit here and you don't move until I tell you to move it was for my own safety it was for my own safety because I know the type of person that I was if I had to get any level of money at that time sure I would need to get saved again it's the truth. We don't like to tell, talk about it by ourselves. But when I look back now, I know I was nowhere near ready for what God wanted to do in and through my life. So God said, yeah, you listen to this man, you listen to nobody else. And whatever he tells you, you just do it. And people looked at me like I was crazy. But the reality is that it was for my own peace. God was doing it for me to keep me, to humble me, to test me, and to make sure that I'll be obedient to him. So sometimes you have a job. The job, don't make the job your source you're just in time what do I need to know you Lord now God didn't say go there with a loudspeaker and preach the gospel and become a pest in the place don't be that person let your life speak the gospel the way you serve speak the gospel the way you love speak the gospel the way you care speak the gospel you don't even have to say one word but the way that you live your life they'll say hey there's something different around this person here and when they start to inquire and inquest you've got absolute right let me tell you about this jesus that i serve amen so some people god has to put in time anyway but so when God deals with this in your life, when God deals with the man, I've got two minutes, I'm going to end. When God deals with the manna, God is saying that I'm taking, you, you're going to fulfill this thing, but only outside of this system. So, the transition that many people struggle with is not the fact that they get saved, but it's the fact that they have to get off the world system. Because they have so many dependencies upon salary, upon job, and upon medical aid, upon this, upon that. I haven't had medical aid for I don't know how long. Some people look at me in the workplace and say, Yo, You don't have medical aid? I got my own medical aid. Isaiah chapter 53, verse 5 is my medical aid. Amen. Are you with me? But that's my medical aid. And until God says differently, I will do differently. I'm not saying don't have it, please. Yeah, I'm not saying. But your dependency should not be in it. That's all I'm saying. You can know the things that you're dependent upon when you see what will happen if it is taken away. What would you do if you lost your job tomorrow? Would your world end? Or would it just be a new beginning? It's where's your dependency? Are you with me? And that's why god gives his word so you can build your life upon his word and as you build your life upon his word what you start to understand the kingdom of god and when you apply the kingdom you start to experience the supernatural so when you're dealing with the supernatural in terms of manner i have to move when you're dealing with it with the supernatural in terms of manner you're dealing with the fact that i'm not talking about here's the thing you can either be the woman with the issue of blood or you can be the one wearing the garment Are you with me? You can either be the woman with the issue of blood or you can be the one in the garment. Yes, when you start out, you will be the issue. Because you lack maturity. But as you develop in the word of God, the plan is that you become a son of God. And you represent Christ in the earth, that people must come and grab a hold of you to receive their healing and their breakthrough because of what's on you. So, God's intention is never for you to stay like a babe drinking the milk, He wants you to grow up into your sonship so that you can express kingdom dominion in the earth. And that's the level of the supernatural I'm speaking of. I'm not talking about when you have to sit and it's okay, hear me, hear me, please, people. God, in His grace, has given His mercy. He gives people at the level that they're at. Please hear me. I'm not, I'm not minimizing anybody's struggle. I'm not speaking out against it and making like it's nothing. Please hear me. I'm not saying that. Don't, don't misconstrue what I'm saying today. That's why it says that you will have elders that can lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Are you with me? But you can only be the one who needs to have his hands laid upon him for so long. Then you need to be the elder come on now. There needs to be a change and a shift. Are you with me? You need to be the one that's going to walk in dominion and power. You need to make the change and the shift. That's That's his intention. His intention is for you to look like Christ is in the earth. His intention is for you to walk like Christ walked in the earth. His intention is for you to have dominion like Jesus had dominion in the earth. Hear me. Did Jesus need one miracle? Or did he only perform miracles? So if you want to be like Christ, then you better start performing some miracles. Come on. If you want to be like Christ, then you better, hear me. That's why wherever he went, wherever he went, a miracle was simply heaven invading earth. Simply. It was heaven's result in the earth. He expressed dominion in the earth. Why? Why? the kingdom of God was expressed through his life and came into a situation judged that situation according to the kingdom of God and flipped the results that's why you can have supernatural debt cancellation you can have supernatural increase I don't know if I'm going to share this I'll give it God, hear me When you start to step into this place And start to put his kingdom first And start to apply kingdom principles And start to apply the word of God And start to mature in the things of God You will start to experience things that you've never ever thought possible You will start to walk in a level of dominion that you never ever thought possible You will start to come into places and things will just change to and adapt because you came into that place. You will start to walk into spaces and spheres of influence where people will submit themselves willingly to you. Why? Not because of anything, because purpose is first, but because the kingdom of God is being expressed through my life. It's time for us to walk in the supernatural. I better close this, otherwise I'm not going to end. It's time for us to experience the supernatural of God. That's why I said to you, every day I wake up, I'm saying, Lord, today is a miracle working day. Sometimes I meet somebody, they give me divine favor, and I'm thinking, sure, how did I even get to sit here? That's a miracle. I couldn't have opened up that door for myself. Please hear me. There's no way. There is no way. I had a breakthrough this week from the seed that we sowed. I phoned my wife. I said, I remember I sowed that seed last week. I had a breakthrough this week. What is it? What is it? It's the kingdom at work. That's how simple it is. It's when your dependency does not lie on the system that God can't move. When you break away from the system, then you're sitting in the place of the supernatural. You're living out of the fourth dimension. You're living out of a totally different dimension where healing, prosperity, peace, provisions, Purpose, destiny, and everything is set by God over your life. This is the season that we've entered into. Please stand this morning. Please stand this morning. This is the season we've entered into. Apostles said it so beautifully last week. He said to me, Brian, he said, Apostles, we draw the lines. He said, by teachers, they color in the lines. He said, color my boy. Color whichever way you want. Color with bold colors. Why? Because it's our time, it's our season. I fully believe it. Hear me? With all my heart and with everything that's on the inside of me. That we've never ever been in a place like this before. God's going to take us from here to greater. Hear me? God won't speak this word and give you models and give you stuff. God's not going to give it to you. Hear me? just to tickle your fancy or make you learn something nice. God's giving it because He's saying, this is the hour that I've called you to start journeying to the top, to journey to the mountain that I've ordained for you, to journey to the place and the position of prominence and influence that I've ordained for you because it's the season where the church needs to be lifted up to give glory to God. It's a season where the light of God needs to shine through your life and people need to see... Something's different with these people. Something's on these people that we cannot explain. It's that time. And hear me. It doesn't matter where you're positioned right now or where you start. Just start. Just begin the journey. Get onto the platform and connect with life at the top. Get that word in your ears. Get it in your ears. Get it in your spirit. Get it in your soul. Transform your thinking so that you can live where God wants you to live. There is no excuse anymore. There is no excuse. There is no excuse. God has given us the very best in terms of revelation and the word. God has given us understanding in this place. God has given us an altar that we can come to and worship. Are you with me? And given us leaders that are pressing into the move of God. Willing to give you the very best of the word of God. Chosen to study and redevelop their own thinking so that they can give you something that can take you to another level. It's not common so don't make it common. I'm by no means saying we're the only people but I'm saying you got to treat what is precious as precious. This thing is working people. It's working. Let me tell you something now. I'm going to end now. I must end. Jesus, I'm so full today. But I, I, I when we started with the pastor, we started in a double garage. And this man was talking this stuff there. Really, he was talking this stuff there. Our minds couldn't even think that thoughts for nicks. Sure. Why? We were nowhere close, but he kept speaking the same thing. He told us right in the beginning He said, can we, we, we They asked him, the board asked him at the beginning He said, "Listen here, Do we go and find money from somewhere else Or do we take the time to raise up millionaires He says, I'm going to take the time to raise up millionaires This is years ago In a double garage Why am I saying this to you? It's because I've been privileged and honored by God To be able to walk with this man for all this time And I'm seeing things transpire now And it's only the beginning Please, no one's arrived it's only the beginning. I'm seeing things transpire of stuff that he spoke about that time. Cool. And I'm seeing how this thing works. Yeah. We test drove. We're talking <laughs> <laughs> You get faith. You get faith and you get foolishness. We test... <laughs> that's what I'm saying. When you want things outside of its time, it doesn't work. We test drove a Land Rover. I don't know how many years ago, man. That's 2000 when Dr. Miles, just when Dr. Miles came that year. But we were so out of our depth... I couldn't even have faith for the petrol for that car. What was I doing sitting in that vehicle? Just think about it. You know what I'm saying? We do stuff that's foolish. Why didn't I do stuff attached to my purpose in that way of faith? Because I wanted the things. But the things outside of its time will never be. Last week my wife got blessed with a Range Rover. And here's the thing. We didn't ask for it. Never asked for it. Never asked for it. Never thought about it. Never wanted it. Went down to Cape Town on purpose to see what God is saying for the next for our lives. Walked into a meeting. Came out of the meeting with a Range Rover and had to drive home. Why am I saying this to you? That when it's in its time, are you with me? When God provokes the season, those things will come. We were looking for the thing way outside of its time. I mean, we were sitting in that car. I couldn't, I, I, I can understand what they said we were as grasshoppers in our own side. I didn't even know what to say to the salesperson because I felt so inferior in that moment. What am I saying to you? God had to build us up to give us an inheritance. That the stuff that people must work for, we're not working for. And when I say we, I'm not talking about me. I'm saying we. Are you with me? This is why I'm saying this to you. This is why I'm, I'm speaking this. I didn't want to change my message this morning. The reason why I'm saying this to you is because of this. God is doing it for everyone. Amen. The word says it. G, Peter says it. It's, God is no favorites. He's no respecter of persons. It's not because of my personal name. Or my whatever. It's not because Apostle Max is Apostle Max. because of, No, God gave it to him. You're with me. He's no respecter of persons. But whoever works it. Whoever is going to work the system of God Whoever is going to work righteousness Whoever is going to come in faith Whoever is going to believe Whoever is going to take the word Whoever is going to say I'm going to go with God God's going to do it in and through your life And that's what I've come to tell you this morning Don't hold back in the season Press forward in the season Walk out your prophetic purpose and your destiny Do what God has called you to do in the season It's connect people Hear me please There's connect groups Ask yourself why you're not in a connect group. Don't ask now, don't put up your hand or nothing. I don't want to expose people. But why aren't you in a connect group if that's what we're saying is going to grow your life? Why aren't you in life at the top if that's what you're saying is going to grow in your life? Now, for the people that do connect and the people that do join in, don't judge their harvest. Sure. Don't think God's chosen somebody over somebody. No, God said, If you work it, I'm going to work it for you. So don't step back. The reason why I'm saying this is because the tide has come in. And when the tide comes in, all the ships will rise. All the ships will rise. Come on, all the ships will rise. It's your season of deliverance. It's your season of breakthrough. It's your season of peace. It's your season of prosperity. It's your season to break into and step into what God has got for you. In Jesus' mighty name. We all agree and say, Amen Amen and Amen. I have to end, I have to end now. Father, we thank you that you've ordained this moment and this time. We thank you, Father God, that this has been prophetically announced over this household. And so I pray today, Father God, that our ears will be attentive to your word in the season. That, Father God, that we will go with you and walk where you say we must walk in the season. I'm praying, Father God, that people and will recenter their lives around the word of God. I thank you, Lord God, that as people take that step, that step of faith in the season Father God as they choose to walk with you in the season Father God that there'll be exponential growth and and recovery and speed for their lives oh God That will be a season of acceleration Father God. You want to do a quick work Father God. Not because of us but because of the work that needs to be accomplished in the earth. You want the kingdom to be expressed and expanded and advanced in the earth. And so Father we come as a church today as a people to say we're going to heed the word of God. We're going to heed the call of God. We're going to respond to the divine prophetic destiny that you've ordained for us as a people and as a church. And today we're saying we will go Lord God. We will go where you send us. We will move where you move us, we will walk where you call us to walk, and we will do what you said, you want done. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, through this church and through this people, in Jesus' name. We all agree and say.